You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? I bet you have a feeling. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football, not your thing? Well, don't worry about it. MyBookie's got it all from the NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay those wagers, let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code MOUNTAINWEST to activate that offer. Once again, that's promo code MOUNTAINWEST to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mount West Basketball Podcast. Mount West Wire Basketball. Oh, geez, Andrew, I'm out of, out of sorts here. Mount West Wire Basketball. We're here. We're talk, we talk hoops. We promise. We're not. We're here. We're, we're for real. <laughs> it's been a bit, but we're here, right? <laughs> yeah, we're here. So lots happened since last talked about. We're not going to spend too much time over that because that's way too long because stuff happens, and that's the thing. We're, that's the deal we're working with. So um, what do you want to talk about? Anything in- interesting you, interested to you? We want to discuss about well, maybe a I pretty mean, good couple teams, one team, maybe. Yeah, I mean we've got a uh, we've got an undefeated team in the league still, and no other no other league can say that. So that's that's something to talk about. The map is all Aztec all the time. The map, exactly. Have you seen the um, what is it the uh, the undefeated con- non con- or undefeated conference map where people are getting all kind of all uppity because uh, Irvine and some other teams out in California have more of the map <laughs> just because of where they happen to be. No, I have not seen. Yeah, because if you have who else undefeated here? Nobody from the American League play. I'm looking at. Uh, well, Dayton doesn't count. We had somebody in the Big West. I think it's UC Irvine or something, where it was like they're getting all a little upset about. Uh, yeah, Big West. You have Irvine three and zero in league play, and they happen to have a <laughs> larger area just because of who they play and who's in their conference. Who cares? You're ranked number four, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about UC Irvine at this point if I'm San Diego State. No, I guess you got to complain about something just because you get that motivation, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, yeah, you haven't lost a game yet, so what else are you going to complain about? Uh, the Mexico State's undefeated over there, Gonzaga, but all right. So, what have you seen? Like we've seen Nasdaq's play, like Malachi Flynn has, I think, a couple of mid-season All-American awards. At least yeah. Sporty News had him up there, and probably others. So, what are we making of this team? Like people thought, Aztec fan, it's funny. Preseason Aztec fans like, oh, it'll be great. We'll be good. We're like, okay, well, we think it'll be probably top three. We'll put you there. Most people <laughs> felt, and you can't be wrong by seeing Utah State should be the clear number one because everybody's back. Diego, Kata, uh, Sam Merrill. It's like, okay, we're good. But then, whoops. So how like, yeah, how good I is mean, Aztec team? Like, they're 
top four in the country. They might be number three after this weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, in the top three. It's really hard to keep them out of that. I mean, you got what Baylor, Gonzaga, Kansas. Yeah, you can put Kansas there, and you know if you want to put. But yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, Kansas jumped them last week, actually, because Essex yeah. were ahead of Kansas and they jumped them for beating whoever they beat in the Big Twelve. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that this team is really good right now. I'm a little worried with the the Nathan Mensa injury mm-hmm. or illness. I don't, you know, what we want to call that the respiratory thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you breathe to play so, basketball, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I can't play basketball because I can't breathe when I start playing it. So I can attest. It's a yeah, different story. That's like out of shape, able to right? Breathe. That's different. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm a little worried about kind of the rebounding and the, the inside play a little bit. They're not the deepest team, but I, they don't really need to be. The five guys that are going to be, you know, starting going forward are really, really good. So this will be an interesting test to see just kind of how deep this team or how how good those guys can be for really extended periods if you're not seeing Mensa and you're not seeing a guy like uh, a, a Gekka Rop coming well, in. Well, the question, too. are they Nevada thin or is it just normal thin? They're, well, <laughs> when everyone's healthy, they're they're good, but they're right now they, they don't really use the bench that much. But now with, well, they had the, you know, kind of a six-man rotation going with Matt Mitchell and, uh, Mensa there, but with Mensa hurt, a Rop hurt, they've got some some issues that could come up. I don't know. I'm just kind of you're looking to poke holes, yeah, I guess, in the 20 yeah. and 0 team, right? So it's like there's not many there. It's like oh no, miss, miss. Oh, we got the uh, oh no, but they they're they're good. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of playing a little devil's advocate there, uh, trying to you know not see it through too much of the the rose colored glasses, right? Because they haven't been challenged. I, like they beat Wyoming the other day. Um, they haven't had a single-digit game since. I'm trying to pull out your schedule. Was that the same San Jose State? Was it that? Game? Oh yeah, the buzzer beater game, perhaps the 59-57. Yeah, uh, be- they. Well, no, they got uh, nine points against Fresno and oh. nine points against Utah State. But right. I mean, oh, and nine points against Fresno again. Okay, wow. well, sorry, my my eyes are <laughs> okay. deceiving me, but still, those <laughs> but are. I mean, these are fairly nine convincing points. wins. Yeah, it's not like the buzzer beater they need. Like every game, like like this is ridiculous. Like going back the whole year, like really quick, like. BYU was a close game, five point yeah. game, but everything else was nine plus. I mean, like that and the San Jose State game were the closest games. Everything else has basically been a blowout. Right. Well, and they came off that U- that San Jose State game and then beat Utah by like thirty points. Like, right? hold on, so, hold hold on, we're gonna take care of this. Like, we're not losing this, and they beat. Yeah, they beat. Uh, well, San Diego <laughs> Christian and then Utah, whatever. But still, it's like they it's like this can't happen. We're at home. We almost lose the Spartans, who are improved but not great. Who's going to? Challenge because well, here's here's the big game I think we got we're glad we're doing it today they got their game Saturday they got at UNLV then they go to because yeah. we talked about this before I think the stretch where at UNLV at New Mexico Utah State and then well Air Force on the road not doing well and still on ro- on the road though Air Force mm-hmm. in the Clune uh, in in Colorado Springs right that's that's going to be a tougher game than you know playing them at in San Diego. So that True. kind of matters, I guess. That makes that stretch just a little tougher than it could be, I guess. But I'm still so want, I wouldn't completely write that game off, but yeah. They I mean, still need to do the hockey line. I'm waiting for it. Five in, five out. <laughs> 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 they're at home. Like, that's the game. Like, when Aztecs are playing six guys, 
why? I don't know. It's just I, whatever. Air Force. That's my dream one day for them to do that, but that'll never happen. Like this stretch, <laughs> like let's look about this UNLV. We just before we started, they are sitting at what second place? Them in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, I know by themselves, five, six yeah, and one. Yeah, they are. They are alone now. So what rebel team is this? Is this the rebel team where everybody in Vegas gets excited then they disappoint and going nine and seven? Or are they going to go like win ten conference games? Oh, it feels a little more like the. F- the first one i want to say just because (laughs) yeah well right (laughs) they just you know it's hard to get too excited because what they beat air force at home they beat wyoming on the road in overtime they beat san jose state at home they beat this new mexico team which is was it full strength and brag no no no, not a mexico team this is uh, january 18th so this was just on saturday so okay so yeah you know we've by, and they beat them by 20. I bet at home, you know, so when UNLV, they've got a big stretch coming up because they've got Nevada on the road and then San Diego State. So, um, or I guess the Nevada game's what happening Thursday or, right now. That, oh, no, I think that, that just started. Didn't oh, it? yeah. Sorry. We're doing this Wednesday <laughs> night. So that game's in progress. So they see Aztecs have right. a bye essentially. They, they are not bye, but they play Tuesday, they play Saturday. This is a Wednesday, Saturday game. So yeah, it's yeah. in progress now. So if you're watching that, great. You know what happened. We don't. But still, road game, <laughs> right. rival game. Nevada's not great first year with um, Steve Alford, but it's still a rival game, and they're still pretty good. Decent, I would say. Right. Maybe not pretty good. But but you're right. That stretch is uh, going to be interesting at Utah State, at CSU. But the, and, all the tough games. Yeah. Nevada again, New Mexico in the back end, at San Diego. Like, they, yeah, yeah. it's a back-heavy so, back schedule for them. Yeah, and I'm not, so I'm not really ready to say yet because there's a decent chance that they come out of that stretch six and five, and all of a sudden, you know, sitting right in the middle. I don't think they're going to come out of it ten and one, you know. I think they're going to get buy. I think they're going to get that buy now. I don't. I think that's pretty clear, right? Right. Like, you think they they are getting a buy? Is that we said? It'd be what top five, correct? Uh, yeah. So at this point, it's going to be a little tough for them to lose. I mean, there's a lot of games left, but. you know, if they don't completely fall off the map, they should be in that conversation, definitely. I think New Mexico might play themselves out. I don't want to speak too soon, but they haven't looked great so without if, brag. Sure. So if Rebels go 6-5 and five the rest of the way, which is conceivable, they would be, what, 12-6? and 12 and 12-6, yeah. That'd be good enough to be at the, get that first round, avoid that, the early, early, earlier game, the extra <laughs> game and extra day. That'd be, like, probably 4 and yeah, that, and so looking at overall, like I know it's kind of way ahead, but like the only teams I'd say for sure, like they're second place and they're no guarantee to get it. Like you, like I said, CSU, we'll see with especially tournament wise, but like the Mexico, they'll have to get some adjustment there with Carlton Bragg gone and other guys because yeah. uh, they have some issues going on with their program, I guess, from guys need some help. But it's still a tight fit. But they will know more. Let's put it. Let's do this. New UNLV, TBD. We'll see how you're doing in a couple games. Give us like yeah, three more games. exactly. That's interesting, though. That you you know you said if they go six and five, they end up twelve and six in the conference. That might be good enough to be second in the league this year. It could, which be. is just kind of weird to think that that really could be UNLV if they really just go a little better than five hundred the rest of the way. Yeah, first year with Ulster Bigger, that'd be pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty good deal for them. And yeah. like looking at who they play, like we'll kind of run through this really quick. Like if they got San Diego State. That's going to be a loss. I'm not going to. Say it's win like tonight. We'll yeah. see. You guys already know. But let's just say, I don't know. Say they lose tonight. Lose San Diego State. Like games, like at CSU is probably toss up. At Utah State, probably lean Aggies. Right. I would think so. Fresno I, home. Yeah. UNLV. 
you know, UNLV beat them at the Thomas and Mack Center, right? So, That's yeah, I mean. we'll see if they can do slightly. it again on the road. Like, they can have added home. I could probably slightly in UNLV. Like, at New Mexico, probably not. Like, they games, like, it's favorable. They can go better than that. Like, like, lot for, if I'm going to go, like, for sure losses, despite us not knowing everything about the Rebels, just because of who they played. But then again, yeah. remember, they played Kansas State fairly close, UCLA. They've played some good teams, SMU, early on to get Cincinnati. So, like, the only games I'm going to be comfortable seeing they're going to lose is probably both San Diego State games. Pr- yeah. and probably New Mexico on the road. And I'll go, I'll go Utah State on the road, but I'm not happy about it. But four losses, what I can probably see being the for sure. Yeah. But even then, it might be only be two. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. So when you look at it like that, and I mean, with the the emergence of Marvin Coleman, he's been crazy. He just had a triple double the other night and six steals to go with it against New Mexico. Uh, him coming in for Eli Mitra Long being hurt is he's been huge. So I mean, maybe this team is this is a different team than the one that we saw in November because the the starting lineup has changed the with that injury to to Mitra Long. So. Maybe this is a different team. They've certainly looked better. No, it definitely is because I'm looking at ESPN real quick on their insider, or I guess ESPN Plus. I'm like, coach is overachieving first year. I'm like, oh, I'm look at it. It's from December. I'm like, where's he at? So this is December 12th. I know it's old, about a month. But he, they put them basically the worst team of, uh, well, underachieving team, like at the bottom. Well, and so, yeah, and that, that was December 12th, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would have been coming right off that 33-point BYU loss. Yeah, and the overtime losses <laughs> so they, and stuff like they that. They looked yeah. really bad. And so, but now they've turned it around, and maybe TJ's yeah. the right guy they got to bring it up. And like I said, if they sit second place, it would be their best finish in probably since Long Kruger, I would say, right? Yeah. Well, and if, you, if you've if you got a backcourt of, you know, if Marvin Coleman is as good as he's looked so far, and you've got David Jenkins coming in next year, I mean, the Rebels fans could have something to actually be excited about. Yeah, then they blew out New Mexico. It's like, yeah. They are doing quite well. Like the point guard, like you're here, we trust Marvin. That's the big quote from Ulsterberger there. And they yeah. beat San Jose State convincing, fairly convincingly, and they're much better than people thought. So, like, I w- I'll say this I'll give them a, uh, I'll go 64%. They'll be the number two team. Ooh, I like that. That feels like a, a BPI prediction. <laughs> it's my own prediction, not BPI. Yeah. But do you think they'll beat the Aztecs? Think there's a chance they can win? Let's go back to that game because BPI has them like a 24 percent chance to win. To 24 percent chance to beat the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. So one of four. Mean, I think they. I'd say if, if they're going to win one of them, it would be the home game. I I don't see it happening, but. Maybe. This one's uh, at I home, would say so. 20% chance seems okay. about okay. Probably less, though. What do you think it would take to kind of do that? I'd have to make a lot of shots. I mean, San Diego <laughs> State's def- defense is just really good, and mm-hmm. the only way to really go against something like a, a defense as good as theirs is just to kind of be unstoppable and just have one of those days where you're hitting every three throw up no matter where it's from. Uh, I think they would kind of need one of those days. I think so too. It's like they, it's because Aztecs are undefeated. Clearly, we know that. Um, right. They are very good. Like they've been, like we've already gone through how many blocks have they're not. Nobody's hanging around with them for much outside of like a couple teams. Like it's so interesting. What I would have loved to see when they played BYU, if the only Childs would have played, because that would have been yeah amazing. It's already a close game as it was. I know he's injured now, but like that in Merritt Center would have been a pretty big deal. And that'd probably been a little bit better win for them, but like, I don't know they. How I don't know. It's too weird to say right now, but they're 
by far the number one team. It's not even close. And there's, I don't see any team challenge them. I think Ken Palm, I don't have it up in front of me, but I think they're giving them like a 25% chance to win out. Oh man, yeah, I actually have the I have that up right now. Chance of unbeaten record twenty percent on well nineteen point nine percent as of right now on uh, Ken Palm. If you're gonna so, put one team the rest <laughs> away, who would beat them? Who's gonna get them? Uh, one team on this schedule the rest of the way that they would lose. Uh, Is this game Saturday their toughest game the rest of the way hosting the UNLV? I mean on the road. <sighs> You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go completely out on a limb here. I'm gonna say that Air Force game on the road. Oh! That's the one. <laughs> Air Force. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. I was so high on Air Force coming into the I mean, season. Everybody was. It's not just the, you. Right? Don't feel bad. So, so I, I, that's that's gonna be the thing. That's gonna be the feather in their cap this year. <laughs> they're gonna be the one team to beat them. No, I don't know. I don't know that there is that game on this schedule. Nevada on the road at the end will be pretty interesting too. Steve Alford's gonna be um, coach. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to call it now. They're going undefeated. They're going to be regular season undefeated. They're going to be like St. Joe's was with Jamil Harris. Was it Jamil Harris? Jameer Nelson, Jameer Nelson and Delonte yeah. West. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Delonte West. Well, sorry, buddy. Recently stuff. But uh, right. yeah. Well, let's remember the good times. Yeah, the St. Good times to that. But here's the thing that kind of it's not unfortunate, but they're going to be number one seed if they do that. They're not going to be number one seed out west. They're going to travel somewhere, which. Thanks, Gonzaga, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't think it matters too much. But like looking at the new bracket matrix, I think we have a post one of our guys will have it up tomorrow or something or soon. TBD soon, I believe. The Ken Palm, not Ken Palm, but the bracket. If you don't use bracket matrix, first of all, what are you doing with your life? Bracketmatrix.com is amazing to know. Every bracket, great brackets, okay brackets, brackets you've ever heard of, they all do a pretty good job. There's 93 brackets right now. Asic. I'll be getting one up there pretty soon. I've Ooh. been slacking a little bit, but uh, I will be adding my own into the mix pretty soon here too. Right. So usually I'll have some updates on that later. Perfect. It usually tops out about 110, I believe. It's at 93 now. Aztecs are now on the, on the one seed, one line ahead of Duke. Yeah, that Duke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ahead of Florida State, ahead of Michigan State, West Virginia, Seton Hall, Butler. Number four seed. They're 1.55. They what do you notice about them? Like, there's one bracket. Who is this guy here? I'm looking here. I'm getting into <laughs> who has him as a six seed. Who is this? Oh, though, yeah. What is that? Real time RPI. We- oh, I used to use that site all the time. Maybe I should not anymore. <laughs> I used to go there for a variety of reasons for RPI updates, but guess not because I guess RPI is not a thing anymore too much. I guess, but they got him a six seed. But everybody else, like, they had a couple four seeds. Like, I could see the argument to put them lower, but like, everybody has them. Like, those are two lists. There's a five in there, but they are. Legit, and they them being like, imagine like playing Gonzaga for the Final Four championship, San Diego State Kansas Final Four game. How epic would that be? Duke that San Diego State great. Elite Eight matchup. Like Aztec team hasn't been this good, I know since Kawhi, but like when they had Jamal Franklin, when they lost to freaking Florida Gulf Coast in that one round, I was like, oh, come on, guys, <laughs> this team is good. It's like they're finally getting their defense back. What they had for kind of, I say finally, kind of loosely, Andrew, because. They still been pretty good, just not elite under Fisher a couple years ago. What they were, they did right. take a dip. The offense scores a touch more than they have. That's the problem. They would score like if their offense struggled, they would be screwed. They're scoring seventy points, eighty points, like a couple sixty point games. The eighty point game versus Utah, ninety points. I know it's San Diego Christian, but they're scoring eighty plus points in a lot of games. So they can. That's why they're winning. Their defense is good, or winning by the margin. Defense is really good, and they're. Beating opponents, I bet they're. If I had to look, if I were to do the math, which I'm not going to, they probably have an average victory of what 14 points, I'd say, something like that. Well, the other thing too, I was just kind of looking at the numbers uh, in their conference games. 
they've only allowed more than 60 points twice. That's it. I think that's all the good, other right? games have been in the 50s for their opponents. So it's, it's wild. It's just we need to move on. We can't talk about Aztecs alone. It's not the Aztecs. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So what's up with Utah State? Uh, Give me I don't a, know. No they're bad. No, I don't think they're bad, but. Like, they didn't have Kata for the first couple of weeks due to that sit, whatever happened at FIBA to Portugal, what, 20U right. tournament? But, like, yeah. they had Sam Murrow, had the big game yesterday, the other day versus Air Force. But, like, they get, they lose to Boise State. They lose to, or no, yeah, Boise State. That's right. I'm sorry, I'm wrong one. They lose to San Diego State, not kind of close. They get crushed by Air Force. They lose to UNLV by 27 points. It's like they've lost four of six. They're, there's, they're not yeah. getting out. There's no at-large chance. It's one bid, number one seed, Mountain West, right? If if maybe if they won out the rest of their games, including a win on the road at San Diego State, and you know, then they maybe like lose in the finals of the Mountain West tournament to San Diego State. Maybe they're on the bubble, but that's what it's going to take. I think. I don't think they get. I don't think another conference loss maybe san diego state but i don't know i don't know that they can afford to lose another game in the conference and still get in so through an at-large bid they got you're 15 and 6 let's just say if they lose to a San Diego state that gets them at what 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 so fun so if they go 24 and 7 no chance for at-large bid regular season 24 <sighs> and 7 team well, that include wins what, over what's, LSU, what's, decent win. Yeah, North Texas, okay, decent. they got LSU, Florida. Okay, so yeah. I mean, yeah, all right. If they win out, except even except for that San Diego State game, let's say in the regular season and in the Mountain West tournament, you or know, sorry, those are their four, only two losses. Twenty-seven and seven. Left. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, what I mean, it's twenty-four and same seven. Thing, sorry, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I think at that point they're definitely in the conversation. Um, Losing on the road to Air Force isn't great, but that's definitely the worst thing on their schedule or on their, you know, on their losses right now. That one in the UNLV game, but UNLV is looking better and better. So who knows how bad that's going to be in two months? So if they go twenty six and eight, lose to Essex twice in the title game, are they in or not? I want your answer now because this is the time frame sitting here. Yes, they're in. You think that if they, if they do that, I think they're in. Okay. I, I think they'd be but, close, but I don't know if they'll do it because UNLV's yeah. getting better. Um, yeah, and I mean, yeah, so the whole bracketology, there's no, it doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? So they're yeah, 26 yeah. and 8. What's everyone else doing? Yeah, that kind of matters too. But yeah. yeah, I'd say with that, all things being equal, yeah, I think that gets them in. Anything short of that, though, I don't know. That It gets a lot tougher. Yeah, because there's, who knows, like, Bid thieves, whatever gets in, all that stuff. Yeah. But you're right. It's tough. It's tough. I'm just curious to your thoughts because you follow basketball touch closer. Oh, I don't say touch a lot closer. I'll give you more credit than that and me less because that's well, the case. Yeah. And just for them, I think those they were really, I think, banking that that Florida win was going to be huge. And it's not yet. No, <laughs> I, I don't, it's what's it's never going to be as good as they wanted it to be. Same with the South six. Florida game, even LSU. I mean, all, the, all of those wins aren't as good as they should have been in the preseason, you know, when we thought we knew what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, I think that's that's one of the things that's kind of hurting Utah State at this point. Well, that, but, okay, when the games are just probably decent wins, but also don't lose these these other games. It's like you go, don't yeah. get blown out or don't get lose to BYU. 
It's like don't lose to UNLV on the road by twenty seven points. So don't don't blow that game to Boise State if yeah, you can avoid it. That's the one. Like if we're gonna come back and point, it's that stretch there. But it's like, had they beat, just say they only lost to a, I don't know. I guess if they beat Air Force and Boise, but the thing is they're losing all these road and neutral games. Like BYU mm-hmm. was neutral, St. Mary's was road, Air Force, Boise State, all these are road games. UNLV. They only. They only have one true road win this season. I'm looking at, and it's San Jose State. <sighs> They're out. They're not so, getting it. Sorry, they're done. I'm calling that's it. That's not great. Fork in them. You're out of here, Asgies. Unless you win it all. Like, <laughs> all right, well, road road wins matter, right? It's like, come on, you gotta have road. No, they have to. Yeah, and and you know LSU being a neutral site game is the best thing on their schedule. But yeah, they had a chance to beat St. Mary's on the road. Didn't. They had a chance to get a neutral win over BYU. Didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they have chances to at least just not lose on the road to UNLV, Air Force, and Boise State, and they lose all three. So that's, that's really, yeah, not not going their way so far. So what do we want to talk about with New Mexico? They got a couple of uh, things going on on their end. Yeah, they, <laughs> they've kind of fallen off a cliff a little bit, I think, right? I mean, let me just check because I feel like – I mean, they okay, they just crushed San Jose State at home. But yeah, when they left the pit, I mean, I'm just looking at their record since you know mid December, and it's you know home win, home win, home win, home win, road loss, home win, home win, road loss, road loss, home win. I mean, you notice a pattern there. Mm-hmm. They're not very good away from home. It's kind of the same problem. They did beat Wyoming and New Mexico yeah, State on the road, on, but uh, come on, give me a break. Right, so. And it looks like this weekend they may not have Vincent Jackson or Laquan Walt Lyle, so it's like or Van Jackson, uh, excuse me. Yeah. So they wow. get some yeah, injuries. That's... And we talked about Bragg not off the team for a variety of reasons. And Jeez. we don't need to talk about the legal issues, but what I don't like about it is like when you give basically zero regard or reason to why you think you should come back and play. Not the most recent one for being pulled over, but the uh, stuff before. It's like right. if you think you can play, it's like, well, you say no comment looks pretty bad because it could be like, well, it forced him in there to play. But it's like, well, you can say, well, we have information that fills that he's sitting out at the moment is enough while we gather more information. So we're comfortable with that. And so that's, I always hate that sketchy type stuff where it's like, when it's a serious crime too, it's like have him sit or like and not answering doesn't help make you look good either. Cause especially in Mexico's history with the golf yeah. trip, with what Bob Davey allegedly did, which I think is true, at least most of it, so I'll say that. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> read the room, guys. It's like even like, yeah. I was reading something recent, like they get all uppity with like FOIA requests or grammar requests. Like there is something where the school, I read it, I think it's in the daily newspaper, they're not going off topic here a bit, but it all relates back to being open when you're a public university and there's classes like, well, we're not going to teach this class about how to help kids get open records request, whatever. I don't know the exact term in New Mexico, but like grammar request or FOIA request to get uh-huh. public records. And New Mexico is notorious for deleting those because if you read Daniel Libet, what he's done and is doing, it's like, well, what, what the heck's going on? They're like, well, we don't feel comfortable giving this information how to do it because they're using it as their first tool. It's like, well, not really, but they should still know how to do it when people in the university are notoriously known the past couple of years to not get into it or give you information when asked. So why should we believe Mexico yeah. to say things run up and up? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's a program. I mean, just looking at the university program, thing. come on, I'd it's say. a university thing, not a program thing. 
Right. Well, yeah. So I can't speak to the yeah. university too much. I'm not as well versed in that as I think you are. But I was just going to say, you know, speaking to the program specifically, there were questions about, you know, this team that Paul Weir put together mm-hmm. and whether issues would come up. And they have, you know, and there's a reason that some of these. Like Bragg's on the train more. He's had three issues in Kansas and everywhere else. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what it was? Did marijuana tra- pulled over recently? Is that what it was? And something else? Yeah. Most recent. It's like, uh, get help, get better. But it's also. Sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm rooting for the, the person. Yeah. But in terms of, you know. Be smart I, about it. Too. Looking at it just from a roster construction and making sure that the guys that you plan to have on your team can be out there on the court, you know he's taken some risks with some of the people just with some of the history that they've had and some work, some haven't. Right. Exactly. And I think we saw at the start of the year, they start off 13 and two, you know, everything's looking great. And and this is maybe a little bit of the other shoe dropping. We'll see. They, you know, they're there's time three and three in their last six games. They haven't, you know, they they can't keep just losing every away game and winning every home game. No, does Paul Weir? I mean, he didn't wear the sweater for the first time in like sixty games. I saw. Is that, is that wow. the turnaround point? So that I mean, that's telling you something's wrong with the program. He's <laughs> right? no no sweater. Paul Weir's serious about basketball. Yeah, exactly. So like, look at what, like you can't lose road games. But like once again, like Jackson and Laquell back, that'll be helpful clearly because just even just depth purposes. Like, they got the Nevada game on the road. If he Aztecs, no way. Like, they should be able to handle Fresno and Wyoming, but they have, like, their stretch of games. Like, every other game's a tough game. At Nevada, reasonably tough. San Diego State, clearly tough. Fresno, okay. Wyoming, okay. But then you got back-to-back Aztecs, Rebels. You got Nevada. It's like, it's kind of a back-and-forth where there's not, like, a two, at least give me a three-game stretch where, okay, we can get things together. And even if you look at Fresno, Wyoming, it's a road and it's a road and home game. You go up to Central California, yeah. you come back, it's travel, and then sandwich in between. You got San Diego State after that travel again, home. There's not a stretch of three home games. I don't, maybe most teams will get. It. I don't pay super close attention to that schedule, but still, go the two one easy game is on the road, and so they might end up being second or third, but they're gonna take take some time to get those that team together, and maybe it'll happen to be Nevada Boise Air Force stretch, but again, two of the three on the road. Yeah, I, I, I think it's really interesting. I'm actually looking at the the Ken Palm schedule right now, and it's they've actually Ken Palm has Fresno State winning that game in Fresno. Oh, how many yeah. games? Wait, what's their how many games are they favored then by Ken Palm? How many games are is New Mexico favored mm-hmm. in going forward? Yeah, they're uh, through the rest of the regular season. They're supposed to go four and six according to Ken Palm. So that's what Wyoming. Wyoming, Nevada UNLV. Home. Oh, UNLV at home. Let me guess. UNLV Air at home, Nevada at home. Oh, Nevada. Okay. And finally, they'll get an away win uh, against Air Force. So they're not favored at Boise? Not favored at Boise, not favored Ooh. at Air Fresno, not favored at Nevada. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, this. So, I mean, you know, and this is the, you know, this is the computer spitting out these projections, you know. Trust so. the computer overload. Come on, they're taking over soon. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, it's telling you stats about these this team that's not the same team anymore because it's got different guys. So, you know, these things get a little that one does make it tough. Yeah, jokes aside, like yeah. when they lose players, like what information is uh, Pomeroy putting in there? That's uh, I 
not saying does a good job, but you're right. When you have injuries, guys no longer the team, what data are they gathering from to say here's why they would win or lose these games? Yeah, that's just, I mean, it's just a tough game of either deciding not to try to extrapolate and guess, you know, or estimate what the production of the people there would be. Or maybe you do start to try to do that. So, yeah, I don't know what adjustments he makes for injuries or anything like that. But uh, it does seem I don't think like that does, would be tough. But we'll see. I don't think he does. I think some other people who, you know, have these analytics sites, I think some others do adjust for that a little bit. But uh, it's just, it's a tough part of the, the, the science, mm-hmm. you know. I think with Brad gone, you can remove that. But that's still interesting how it goes up. Okay, really quick tonight, CSU beat Fresno. Score update live on the podcast. 86-68, Rams win over Bulldogs with uh, okay. Danny Robbie leading the way with 26 points. There you go, radio voice kind of. So they got the win over Fresno pretty big. Um, so this weekend, really, let's go over these games super quick, what we want to do. we got Air Force, San Jose, San Jose State, whatever, I don't care. Boise, Fresno, that could be sort of intriguing, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I mean, Orlando Robinson is fun to watch for Fresno State. Mm-hmm. You know, boy, I, I like watching Boise State. I, I like that team. Derek Alston is always fun to watch, and you know, maybe you'll get a crazy nineteen-point comeback in the last couple minutes. You never know. Can we maybe bring back Lou and Rice slide to the floor on fire? <laughs> this match that was amazing. <laughs> so, still, that one goes. But like, the two ones I'm looking forward to. I guess I do want to see these two. So, New Mexico, and Nevada, just because, like we mentioned, new players for New Mexico injuries. This kind of a new team. Nevada's mm-hmm. at home, whatever, we'll see how they do it. But I'm kind of interested, intrigued in New Mexico playing a pretty good team on the road. And then CSU-Utah State, just because Utah State's been crazy. It's at the spectrum, late game. But again, Nico, amazing. So good. <laughs> I yeah. hope every plays, watch the play as much as you can. So let me ask you this. What's the uh, player BPI game, CSU-Utah State, at the spectrum in Logan? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to say that Utah State is favored. Obviously. Well, you know, I got to finally try to get one right on <laughs> this gotta, game. You got to lean uh, into getting the slowly correct answers. Uh, I'm going to say they're favored 61%. Oh, not close. 85%. Not close. Oh, well, I think that BPI is sleeping on uh, <laughs> on Colorado State out there. Nico Medved's got a program. I, I will say, I'm going to throw in my, my little ad here for Isaiah Stevens to be, you know, freshman of the year or newcomer of the year or whatever. Uh, New Best guy. first player of the year <laughs> in the Mountain West. <laughs> so since we haven't been here for a while, who do you think has like done the best coaching job the first, I guess, until now, I guess, since we don't podcast regularly enough for basketball? <laughs> the best coaching job? I mean, hard not to Dutcher? say Brian Dutcher at this point, right? Uh, yeah, I know it's obvious. I'm just uh, Probably not Craig Smith, maybe. No. I don't know. Uh, hey, Jean Prelo's got San Jose State looking kind of, Respectables most some nights. So that's <laughs> so, hey, that's, that's, that's hey they as I are can the do. closest team to come to beating the San Diego State. That's true. Hey, so, so there you go. But no, they are winning uh, some games. I do like him because like if they don't players transfer, like I think what do we say at the beginning of the year? Get them to ten wins would be nice. They're yeah, sitting at six and fourteen, they are not last in conference, which is good. They are, they're on a three game skid, which is not good. But like they have a chance, they should beat Wyoming. They. I'd give them maybe Fresno. Like they might, they'll be they'll be knocking on ten wins. I think they might. They're be, gonna, yeah, they're so. gonna win a couple games that it, it's gonna take people by surprise. I think you know some of these games where they're only favored. Where they already have you know, Nevada, New Mexico 30%. wins. 
Right, exactly. So I think you're going to get a couple more of those. Pepperdine, even that win is better than, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to win that game by Big too. 15. So. Yeah, they get Air Force at home, Wyoming at home. That's probably eight wins there. Maybe at CSU. I don't know, we'll see. But that, he does a great job. Like, if they can just keep players there, they'll be something, well, something relatively whatever you think something is, but they'll be decent, I think, going forward. Like, give him a chance. If you have returning talent, like, he has, he's a, doesn't, for the, yeah. Hand he's dealt There's with players leaving for various reasons. It's tough, and I'll give a nod to him doing a good job. I guess Coach TJ as well at UNLV. Slow sure. start. I mean, yeah. Turn around. Throw that in. Steve Alford's got Nevada right in the mix. I mean, so you know, I'd throw them on to maybe the the higher part of the list. But yeah, I think at this point, you know, Coach of the Year award just de facto is going to go to Brian Dutcher, but. Uh, did you know, really quick, yeah. are you What's looking that? at the standings right now? We're going to play one more game real quick. I am not. Look, I'm looking at San Jose State's okay. uh, Leave statistics. It there. Okay. okay. <laughs> Who would you say there's only two teams in the conference that have a winning road, road record? One is obviously San Diego State. Who's the other? Right. That have a winning road record? Yes. On the full season? Full or season. The, in the, okay. Um. Colorado State. Ah, oh, you got it. Dang it. Hey, <laughs> there we go. That, I I like these guys. I don't know if they're, you know, I don't think they're a tournament team. I don't think they've got a path there, but I like that team. I want to see them play in, you know, the CBI or the NIT or something and win a couple games cuz they're I, fun and Nico's got to be up there. He's got these going. They're 14 and 7. They yeah. like they won tonight. Yeah. They've won 5 in a row. Yeah. Like they got Utah State, no, which will right. be a fun game to watch on Saturday night. And so he, yeah, that was a, an oversight on my part. Nico Medved definitely should be up there for best uh, best coaching job so far, especially compared to expectations. Because I think what I, do we have him ninth near the, the bottom? Preseason? Yeah, they were because like the beginning of the they okay whatever Duke, but like Arkansas State, yeah, not great. New Mexico State, that's fine, but like they've been like the only bad losses they've really had like they got cursed by San Diego State and Duke, and that's about it. Like. At Nevada. And that's okay. Yeah, Colorado game was pretty close at home. So, like, they beat South Dakota State. is a decent job there. But, yeah, they're a team where, like, they beat Mexico 105-72, man. (laughs) 105-72. Yeah, that game was something else. Like, like, it's going to be Brian Dutcher, Coach Year, but, like, if if you can go the non-Dutcher Coach of the Year, especially if he's, like, 30-0, it might be be Nico. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's the right call. For and, sure. And I'm, like, I'm, the I'm Rams are crazy, too. It's like every coach they've had, Tim Miles, whatever you want to think of Larry Eustachy, like they've had good <laughs> – yeah, I know. <laughs> we've we've discussed that plenty of times and people are not liking some stuff we say, but when the shoe fits, come on. But yeah. they've always had – they can bring talent there no matter what, it seems like. And so he's on the right path, too, so that's a pretty good team there. Anything else you want to add before we wrap this up here? No, I mean, I think just, uh, you know, let's get San Jose State to 10 wins. There that's my, that's, Ready? that's my goal. 10 wins, go. <laughs> that's right, our motto, yeah, exactly. San Jose State to 10. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back eventually. We'll try to make these more regular. Apologies for not being around schedules, holidays, all sorts of stuff going on, like, uh, well, Boise State trying to leave the conference. We'll get to that in another podcast for football of some sort <laughs> with me and Matt. Because <laughs> uh, are we talking about the TV deal a minute? That's uh, good stuff you put out there, kind of better basketball, I'd say. What do you feel about that, Fox? Getting some games now, really quick. Oh, about the TV deal. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, I think that will be good. I, I posted something on 
when I wrote about the schedule a little bit on the site, mm-hmm. and I had something on Twitter as well, but this idea of maybe going to a, the Friday night game. It could be I every think night of the pretty week. Cool. Yeah. That would be, yeah. yeah, I mean, let me, yeah, but a Friday night, like, double, triple header maybe on FS1 with some Big Ten basketball and then some Who Mountain plays West. Friday I'm now? On. Is Big Ten play Friday night? Big Ten does, yeah. They have, right now, I don't know if it's always a double header, but I believe this last weekend, or this last Friday, it was a double header uh, of Big Ten games. But they were still, you know, I think they were done in time for maybe an 8 p.m. tip on the in the Pacific. So you can get one of your Pacific time zone teams tipping off at 8 p.m. And that's not bad for so, a so Friday night. So do they do the early games too on Friday then, like a 5 o'clock like right, yeah. Well, I guess seven Eastern. I guess yeah. Like right now, I, I think that's probably how you would have to do it. Maybe right is just kind of stagger a little bit there, but have one kind of start four p.m., one start six p.m., one start eight p.m. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, get Big Ten Mountain West. Go for it. I think it's good. Yeah, get a couple I'm... more over the air games. FS two can be tricky. So that plays out. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's available in most places. I know. Hey, our Fubo trial gets FS two, so at least you can pull that up and try that out every now and then. If that's the go. case, it could be some CBS All Access games that'll be interesting down the road. But overall, I think it's fine. They get a couple more over the air games, which is always good. And I good, imagine, so. are, are they going to stay with this kind of the, the Mountain West Stadium I, Facebook TBD thing right going? now? That's why, okay. the, that's why the CBS All Access could be. That's why they're like, well, up to 10 games here. I see. Because I listened to now, the st- teleconference and they're like, well, we're still working uh, on third okay. tiers so like Root Sports, Facebook Stadium. I'm assuming there'd be something Mountain West Network games because, okay. San Jose State or whatever. Say this year, Wyoming, San Jose State hoops. Are that going to move the needle? Probably not. Aztecs <laughs> run Facebook. They didn't like that very much this year, which I get. Um, I would assume there'd be something because there's games that are at the bottom of the barrel and nobody wants to air. Maybe they'll be all be on CBS All Access, but are you going to pay us? And even if you get a trial, you want to keep it because you got the Picard show or Star Trek <laughs> or Jordan Peele's uh, Twi- Twilight Zone. And so it's like, yeah. well, it's for a month maybe, but probably not. So um, I'm betting there'll be some. Mountain West Network games. I doubt they'd give that up as well because they already have the infrastructure for other sports. Right. So, but okay. I don't know about that. But overall, I think it's fine. You get a few more bucks. You get uh, if you have basketball every night, it's fine because games can get crowded when you're on four games on three different network, doubleheader on different networks. So, I think it's fine. Overall, it's good. It's uh, it's different, but who cares, right? Yeah. No, I think different can be can be good. You can set yourself up. You know, you can make a little niche for yourself somewhere and have people see you and know that you're going to be there. Yeah. I think, you know, trying to go up against the pac 12 and have a similar scheduling to them, you know, or at least, I mean, they're going to have the weekend games, but I think you don't want to do that. Right. You don't want to try to compete against yeah. your own. Like the geographical pac- like the pac 12 right now, like let's say Thursday really quick. They have games started at six of Utah, six mountain, just to get like the early double header, like Thursday, like, they have five games Thursday. Mountain West will have four games, and so they get all that over, kind of overlapping. So it's like if they can alternate days, or maybe just have the one game on one of the night where it's Pac-12 heavy. It's like that's some to look at. But that's I didn't think about that either. It's like you got a couple whack teams, nothing really too concerned. Big West, but they're not really big concern either. But like if yeah. you can kind of uh, avoid or limit the amount of games you have in a Pac-12 night, and you can still have a doubleheader. Pac-12 does FS1 as well, Fox. So it's like you True. can maybe do like a. Uh, Six o'clock Mountain Time game, eight mm-hmm. eight eight thirty eight fifteen Pacific game for a Big Twelve or Pac Twelve or vice versa if it's Colorado Utah. So, right. And obviously, for I know Aztecs, those guys. So it'll be fine. It'll be good. So we'll be back yeah. eventually, sooner <laughs> than later. I'll promise you that this time. But check us out at mwire.com. Everything on hoops. We'll have 
fun aspect stuff. We've got you covered. We've got plenty of guys there. we got you doing stuff each week. we got our power poll that will be out shortly. I guess I forgot to do it. Um, last week I deleted it, so I apologize if you look for that. <laughs> I'm like, where's the poll? I tried to post it. So it'll be up um, soon for that. But, yeah, check us out wherever you get our po- podcast, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcast, we're there. And we'll be back uh, another day. Folks.